What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington. Here with your break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda out there in the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Now, if you're a regular listener and this sounds a little different right now, we had a technical difficulty at the start of the show, which we were able to get figured out and fixed and ready to go. So we only missed the first five minutes of the show. The rest of it should be good on here. We got a great show lined up for you. An incredible show. Jason and I went to Media Day this weekend at Southern Miss along with Eagle Fanfare. Had a great time at both. Got some interviews with some players. We actually talked to Coach Hobson, which um, if you're a regular listener, you know that we have a character on here called Fake Jay, and he was just like, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. He was just <laughs> he was cool about it. He was going around mingling, making the rounds. So we were like, we should get a picture because, you know, it just needs to happen. So he takes a picture of me and Jason, and when he's like, when we finish up, he looks down, and Jason's little one-year-old boy was there, and his name's Jack. And Jack's just sitting there in his stroller. And Hop goes, oh, man, look at those eyes. It looks like a linebacker, you know what I'm saying? He looks like he's ready to break some skulls. And then Hop just, like, walks off like nothing was just said. <laughs> and it was hilarious. So, yeah, I'm recording this little intro part from the Hub City Comedy Studios, a.k.a. Uh, the room at the back of my house with all this unused workout equipment and clothes laying around and all this, that, and the other, just like the old days. It's a little throwback here to get started. But uh, seriously, we got uh, some great interviews on the show for you guys. We've got six interviews from Media Day. We've got Ito Smith, Southern Miss running back, up for all kind of national awards, poised for a huge year. you got Picasso Nelson, been here for four years, the pride of Oak Grove High School in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, playing that uh, – I don't know what do they call it the the spur spot at uh, safety. So Picasso also expecting a big year out of him. Julian Allen, the tight end, who can not only block but catch as well. Heck of an athlete. T. Rod Daniels helped him out with a project in high school where he did stand up comedy. So I've known T. Rod for a couple of years now. Was excited to get him on the show and really excited to see what he's going to do on the field. I mean, one of the fastest players on the team. He's definitely going to be a weapon for this Golden Eagle offense as well as special teams. Allen's a staggers. What uh, what a last half of the year Allen's a had with the big game against Rice. You know he's from Last Chance U from East Mississippi. You may have seen him on season one. Also poised for a huge year. And Cornell Armstrong, the cornerback out of Bassfield, Mississippi, has been starting there for. I guess this will be his you know third and a half season. As starter, So we talked to him about that. We talked to the guys about the upcoming season, kind of how fall camp has been going as well. Also, I had an announcement this week. My next show is going to be at Brewski's on Thursday, September the 21st. It's going to be the second annual Roast of Hub City Comedy. If you've never been to one of the roast shows, you should definitely check this one out. One of the best shows we've ever done with Hub City Comedy last year. It's going to be $5. show's going to start at 8 p.m. on Thursday, September 21st. Basically, it's just a bunch of local comedians that go in and just slam on each other. It's going to be a great time. Also, next week's episode is going to be amazing. Be sure you tune in for that as well. Check us out on the archives. Go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Look for To The Top Talk. You can search for Southern Miss. We'll pop up. 
Give us a rating, review, subscribe. Make sure you're checking out the show each week. If you're a Golden Eagle fan, really hope you enjoy this show. So give us some feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. All right, let's get to it. Our first guest, we're going to get get it kicked off and just go right through the flow. Let's get it started with Southern Miss running back, Edo Smith. Sitting in with us now, we have got Southern Miss running back Ito Smith. Ito, how have the offseason workouts been going for you? Oh, they've been going great. You know, us just coming together as a team, figuring out who we are, building chemistry, and just um, just me trying to be a leader because, you know, senior's my last season. So just trying to lead by example, you know, lead the younger guys. You're up for a lot of awards this year. I mean, you, they've got you as a finalist for, you know, several different national awards. Does it feel good to finally get that kind of attention you deserve? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's great, but it's a team sport, you know. And um, this year, I just my, – my ultimate goal is I want to win the conference championship. Yeah. It ain't been done in a long time here at Southern Miss, so it'll be great for, for me to finish out winning the conference championship. This is your second year under Jay Hobson. How do you feel the, the players and the rest of the team are kind of adjusting to the, the second year under this coaching staff? Yeah, you know, the first year – you know, getting a new coach, you know, guys are kind of hesitant in buying in and they just figuring out the coaches and learning, learning the coaches, figuring them out. So after last year, we got last year under our belt. So this year, guys, more guys buying in, listening to what the coach is saying, trusting the coach, you know. So it was great. A couple of weeks ago, Casey Martin put out a video. Mm-hmm. Your highlights kind of went viral. You got some, some feedback from players like Chad Johnson. Mm-hmm. You are kind of like one of the best when it comes to vis- vision and versatility. Mm-hmm. So, are there any players that you modeled your game after coming up? The first running back I like really like, I fell in love with. I modeled my game after was Reggie Bush. Yeah, when he was at USC. I was growing up. I changed my my um. It was, I was in park ball, so I was about probably ten when he played at USC, and I would stay up watching his games late at night. You know, he was on the West Coast, and um, I changed my number to number five when I was in park ball. I, look, I really looked up to him. Is that why you got the 25 now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your expectations for this 2017 season? Oh, um, You know, just us going out there every day, just leaving it all out on the field. And I told you earlier, just conference championship. Any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Y'all the best fans in the country. Can't wait to see y'all at the Rock this year. Here at the To The Top Talk table now, local Oak Grove Warrior legend, Southern Miss defensive back, <laughs> Picasso Nelson. Now, Picasso, first season you came in, Golden Eagles had three wins. Yes, so, sir. how have you seen the program progress since then? Um, The program has progressed tremendously Um, from just players, you know, really fighting and clawing to just be the best we can be each and every day to players, you know, really understanding the scheme more and more each and every day. So, um, it's progressed a lot. Going through, you know, times like that and coming yes, through sir. when guys had gone through two seasons where you only had one win. Yes, sir. Does it kind of build character for you and the other seniors to be, you know, a different kind of leader for the Southern Miss team? Yes, sir, it does. Um, Because when adversity strikes, you know, you really get to see your true colors and, and, you know, who you are as a person. And in those losing, you know, years, we, even though things were going so bad at times, we still fought. And, you know, we still continue to try to get better, even when things didn't seem to ever go right. And, you know, as years progress, we continue to get better and better, and we just, you know, continue to fight. 
and you know and be nasty you know like as any southern miss player should should be and um as a result we got better and we started winning games and things of that sort so now i'm hearing really good things about the defense is this southern miss defense in 27 going to be all it's cracked up to be honestly yes i really i really think so um and not because of the talent or the things of that sort i think it's going to be more so of us just playing together and um it really doesn't matter you know I guess the attitude as a team has been, it really does, it doesn't matter who's on the field, but we're all going to play. We're all going to get to the ball. We're all going to, you know, do our job and do it well, and we're going to execute. And um, as long as we continue that and continue to get better and do our job, even in practice and on Saturdays, I feel like the defense should be, you know, very good. And it's probably easier the, being the second year under, you know, Coach Hobson and Coach Peck. It's probably easier keeping the same scheme rather than having to change it up like you did Yes, sir. Last season. Yes, sir, definitely. And um, you know, last season was the first year was the first year un- under the new scheme. And you know, the scheme is amazing. Yeah, um, it is. It really is. Um, but even with that last year, you know, a lot of guys, you know, struggle with, you know, the learning curve and really, you know, not only doing it well in practice but doing it on game. Doing it on game that, you know, with something being so new. Um, so I feel like, you know, this year we've, you know, it's the second year un- under the scheme and I feel like a lot of players grasp, like really have a good grasp of the scheme. And um, I feel like they, they will be able to execute. What are your expectations for this 2017 season? Um, my expectations for the season um, really aren't any statistical goals. It's really to um, do my job and for the defense as a whole to do our job and the team as a whole to do, you know, do your job and do it well and execute. And other than that, just on defense, get to the ball. Because um, it doesn't matter – how good you are, you know, what kind of skills you, you have. If, if you don't get to the ball, you can't make plays. I mean, it's called football for a reason. And um, my goal is to, personally, is to get to the ball and, and and every opportunity that I have to get the ball, maybe it's, you know, getting a strip or interception to take advantage of the opportunity for the team. So. Any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Um, Well, actually, this comes, I, I guess one of my coaches had asked me, you know, saying that he was going to come to the game and that he was excited to see me play. And um, usually I just, you know, say, okay, I'm looking forward to see you. But for some reason I just told him to get his popcorn ready. <laughs> so um, I guess to the Southern Miss fans, you know, definitely come out and support and, uh, you know, have your popcorn ready because we're definitely going to play as hard as we can to um, to make you, you guys proud. Sitting in with us now, Southern Miss tight end, Julian Allen. Now – you are not from this part of the country. No, I'm not. <laughs> How big of a culture shock was it for you to come here to Hattiesburg? Uh, it's a huge culture shock. Uh, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I uh, moved to New Jersey, South Jersey, um, back in eighth grade. So I've lived in the north my whole life. And uh, coming down here was definitely a huge culture shock, uh, mainly with the heat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's one of the biggest, I mean, biggest I, changes. I've lived here for probably 30 years, and yeah, that's, I mean, I still haven't got adjusted <clears throat> to the heat. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, you kind of, in a lot of the offenses, a lot of the modern offenses, you kind of have more of your H-back types, which you're kind of a guy that's versatile and can have, can be the tight end that blocks a little bit. Right. Tell us a little bit about your game and, and how it <clears throat> translates into the Southern Miss offense. Uh, yeah, you know, j- just going off what you said, uh, I'm, you know, I'm asked to block and I'm asked to make catches, but, uh, you know, whenever my name's called, I just try and, you know, do what I can do to put us in a position to be successful, whether it's blocking or making a big play, big catch. So just just pretty much what you said, you know what I mean? 
you got whoever starts at quarterback, there's not going to be a lot of experience right. at quarterback. And usually your tight ends are going to be your safety valves. Do you kind of see yourself fitting in and being a guy that can always count on for that? I believe so. I think, you know, um, they've been looking down on the check downs a lot uh, to the tight ends, me, Jay Sean Washington, and, uh, you know, they look in the check downs and the flats to the running backs a lot. That's a security blanket for for quarterbacks, you know what I mean? So I think that could be a, definitely a big big priority uh, coming into this season. How do you feel the offense is progressing in fall camp? I think we've progressed tremendously as an offense. Uh, we've made steps forward. Um, we've we got a little motto, and it's get 1% better every day, and I think that we've excelled uh, and done way more than that. So I think we've had a great uh, fall camp so far. What are your expectations for the 2017 season? Uh, expectations for the 2017 season is the ultimate goal is to win ball games and win a conference championship. I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal for, you know, it should be the ultimate goal for every football team. So we want to bring a conference championship, championship back to Hattiesburg. You have any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Southern Miss to the top, baby. At the To the Top Talk table now, local favorite to Roderick T-Rod Daniels. Thanks for sitting in with us today, man. Oh, yes, sir. Anytime. For you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, we've known each other for a couple years. When you were in high school, you had a project where you did stand-up comedy. Yeah, sir. You remember any of those jokes? Um... I try to think of song because um, it was all like it was all about your like this. It was all about Bassfield. It was sir. all about the the players and stuff. I mean the the I teachers remember, and everything. I remember one joke like you were teaching me how like put down a word like if I got a funny auntie or uncle just put them down and yeah. Then I had then you told me like you had did the Ebola joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had tried try that joke, <laughs> but you had. I remember I remember you telling me a joke about Ebola, but I don't really. It's been a long time, about two years. Yeah, my Ebola chunk didn't go well, so I hope it did better for you. I but I taught him everything he knows. Oh yeah, he taught me. Oh, he taught me how to be real funny. How how to make one joke into three jokes. <laughs> no, you did. I one thing I didn't teach you was how to run, and I'm hearing really good things about you. You kind of have had a tough time coming through everything, and it's really good to see you finally get here on campus, at Southern Miss. Oh yeah, sir. It been it been real, but you know, God is good. All the time. I saw you been blessing me. I saw you in the background of uh, Last Chance You this summer. They had you kind of running across. They didn't give you, they didn't have the ball. They didn't give you the ball on it. But I saw you out there on, with Gulf Coast Community College. <laughs> yes, sir. They, they should have gave me the ball wide open. <laughs> I, I was pushing the quarterback guy after that. I'm like, bro, wide open. And then I had to try to go lay a hit on that big old lineman. I shouldn't have did that. You got. They've kind of got you kind of as a multi-purpose back. You're returning kickoffs, returning punts out of the backfield in the slots. And I heard the coaches compared you to Warwick Dunn. Yes, sir. Did you have to Google who Warwick Dunn was? Yes, sir. I didn't know Warwick Dunn. <laughs> I said, I'm thinking like they joking on me like, yeah. Warwick Dunn. I'm like, man, who that is? <laughs> yeah. You don't know Warwick Dunn? I'm like, no, I ain't never heard of him. I don't watch football. I like comedy movies, Eddie yeah. Murphy, Martin Lawrence. They were telling me, I was like, man, all I know is Adrian Peterson. Yeah. That's why I started playing. They were like, well, you need a Google work done. And, man, I just felt overwhelmed. Like, they, they would compare me to somebody that great. Like, yeah. I was looking up all the stuff he did. Oh, he's ridiculous. All-American at Florida State just balling out. Like, man. He was probably retired by the time you were born, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, sir. <laughs> um, they said he was 28, too, though. He was number 28. Yeah, he was number 28. Also. Who's fastest player on the team? Mm, yeah. Oh, they say me. They say <laughs> they label me as the fastest in Mississippi, but I don't like the hype. I just 
I just go with the flow. How do you how do you feel you're fitting into this Southern Miss offense? I feel I be I be executing plays, doing well. No, I still got a lot to learn. But we all got a lot to learn. I just I just live it like, you know, it ain't nothing too difficult I can't do. It ain't nothing they trying to make me do that I don't wanna do. And they really believe in me. They they put me in a lot, give me more chances than I was expecting. I thought it was just gonna be like, you know, you just sit here and wait your turn. But they really giving me opportunity to prove myself. And every coach keep telling me like you have a, you having a great camp, like keep it up. And that just motivated me to just go be even better, like every every day. Even though I come out with a lot of bumps and bruises, but that don't that don't stop me. What can the Southern Miss fans expect to see from T. Rod when he takes the field on September second? Give him my all. Like if it's blocking, if it's running the route, if it's running the ball, just give just doing what I do best, playing my game. You have any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Mm, look out for 28 and support me. I don't know. I don't got nothing. I love y'all. That was T-Rod Daniels, the speedster out of Bassfield, Mississippi, sitting here in studio with Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. We seem to have our technical difficulties figured out. So great little run of interviews there, man. Yeah, it was uh it was fun being there. That was the first time I've ever been to a media day, yeah, of any sort, and um, I just like being in there. Yeah, yeah I was, was trying to time. hold, you know, hold back to how giddy I was. So it's it's fun to be part of the media, and I'm well, glad that nobody like badged me on the way in because I sure didn't have anything. <laughs> well, they know they know who you are, but oh, we yeah. we had a great group there. I mean, you start off with Ito Smith. I mean, you know. Well, one thing I will say about this, I'll, everybody kind of has a different answer to what do you expect out of this year, and you know, everybody kind of had a different answer as far as do you have any final words for the Southern Miss fans? So, yeah, well, you know, they kept saying words like uh, like leadership and together and playing for coach and stuff like that, and um, that's all good things, you know, right? That's right. all straight Jay Hobson's influence, and uh, and they're all focused on you know on conference titles. Yeah, which is what Southern Mills is, you know, built on. So we want one. Exactly. We want another one. We want to host one. Great. Yeah, I'd like to host one. one. No. Yeah, we need to host one. Dude, I'm all. They didn't have hosting back when we probably would have hosted. It was just like you. You got it. Mm -hmm. So, guys, we're gonna take a break. But when we come back, we are gonna have Alan Zay Staggers and Cornell Armstrong. You guys come right back to us right here. On to the top, talk. Welcome back to To the Top Talk. We're talking Southern Miss Football Media Day. So we got two interviews left. With uh, one with uh, Southern Miss wide receiver Alan Zay Staggers, the other with Southern Miss cornerback Cornell Armstrong. So let's get right to it with Alan Zay Staggers. Sitting in at the To the Top Talk table right now, we get the birthday boy. Big birthday tomorrow for Alan Zay Staggers. How old are you going to be? 21. 21. You got to take it easy for the next couple of weeks, but we got to have you at full strength for that Kentucky <laughs> yes, game. It's still in count. Now, the receiving core kind of seems like it should be one of the strengths of the offense this year. How do you feel about not only the play of yourself, but your 
counterparts at the receiver position? We have high expectations for the – like when the ones get out, the twos come right in do the same thing that we do. So that's kind of great knowing that we didn't have to tire ourselves out every game and we can have like backups that can come in and do the same thing. So that's that's a great opportunity. How did it feel last year? I believe it was against Rice. You set the all-time receiving record for a single game. Yes, sir. You, and you'd had a good season so far, but it just kind of came out, and you that was kind of like your coming out party. Man, it just it was a <laughs> blessing. Like I, I never experienced anything like that. And when it happened, it just my mind just was blank. It just I was I was amazed. I was shocked myself. So you've been up for a couple of national awards in the preseason. They got you on a lot of watch lists. How does it feel to be getting that kind of attention now? Um, it's it's okay, but I, I don't too much pay attention to all that because. As far as me, I've been doing this for three years now, so if they just seen that, oh, well, but I'm still going to do me regardless. You came from East Mississippi Community College, you know, home of last chance, you. Yes, sir. How did life change for you after that documentary came out? Man, it's like Isaiah, my roommate, so when you see him, you see me, and, like, every time we walk somewhere, like, oh, y'all two the ones off last chance, you, man. Yeah. And the next question there with how was Buddy Steve? <laughs> it never fails. So I think last chance you, it kind of gave us a little spark. Yeah, it's good. I'm sure it's a good experience. Yes, sir. So you got some cha- changes on offense this year. You got obviously you're going to have a new quarterback. Whoever they right. go with, how do you feel about the progress of the off of the offense in this fall camp? I mean, it's going good. As far as over the summer, we kind of we worked together off the field, like when we had to be here. So that kind of helped us out, gave us an advantage. So. And, and coming in fall camp, we just put all the tools together that we need, and it's, it should play out when the season starts. What are your expectations for this 2017 season? Just my last year, go out there, do all I need to do to help the team, but have fun at the same time. Any final words for the Southern Miss fans? To the top. To the top. <laughs> Sitting in with us now, Cornell Armstrong, the pride of Bassfield, Mississippi, oh, yeah. and of the Southern Miss Secondary. How's it going today? It's going pretty good. Now, you just finished up a scrimmage. How'd that go this morning? Uh, the scrimmage was pretty good. Everybody flying around, just having energy, and uh, just trying to get good looks on film and just get ready for the season. You're coming back. Start. How many years have you been starting a cornerback? It seems like it's been forever. Are you saying since back high school? Or well, since you got here. Oh, four years. Four, four years. years I got my first start uh the North Texas game. I remember like it was yesterday. And that was a win, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Now twenty one and twenty. That's right. Now going through a season like that, that was a three win season. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you some character and some perspective that other seniors in the past may not have had. Yeah. Coming through the adversity, talk a little bit about how this Southern Miss team has progressed in the past four years. Uh, I say we uh, just like you said, it builds character, and then you find out uh, how you had to roll with things. You just got to keep moving and keep the keep the train rolling, and everybody bought into the coaches' ideas and coaches the coaches' plan, and uh, it went pretty well. And we turned the season around and it just kept it rolling. It's your second season playing under Coach Hobson and Coach Peck. Do you kind of feel like the defense is starting to really, really get it when it comes to this defensive scheme? Oh, yeah. I think everybody's on defense clicking. We're running around, moving fast, getting checks, getting calls, and uh, just playing, like I said, playing for coach and just, just, just being coachable. Last season, the defense statistically was one of the best in the country. You know, you had the big plays. Mm-hmm. You think this defense is going to be better than last season? Uh, I, I don't want to jinx it, but I think so, yeah. I think we'll be, uh, we'll be better and uh, – 
just eliminate the big plays like Coach Hobb always said. That even at the end of the season, he uh, we would watch film and he'll show the big plays and he was saying if we eliminate those big plays, there's no doubt we would have been number one in the country. You uh, you have a nickname, mm-hmm. Armstrong Island. Is that right? Right. So growing up, were there any players that you modeled your game after? Was Daryl Revis the guy? That was the guy right there. You hit it right on the head. Uh, I looked up to Darrell, to Darrell Revis and I still do. And uh, like. I always watch his game. I watch his technique. I used to watch highlights before I even go to practice of Darrell Reeves and uh, just try to try to play like him. Do you? A lot of times those cornerbacks. I mean, you're you're lined up on the same receiver all game. You know, sometimes it switches up. Are you the type that goes back there, and takes care of business, or do you jaw and kind of let them know where they're at? I just take care of business. I let my play do the talking. And then if if it goes there, yeah, of course I'm a, I'm a job back and forth. But I'm a, I'm gonna make sure I stay composed and uh, just do my job and not try to do too much. Well, what about like, let's say you get an interception mm-hmm. and you stop and other players act like they're taking pictures of you. Is that something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, just something I did at practice. And uh, I, it, it really just happened as the game went yeah, on. Yeah. And, uh, I just got too carried away and I shouldn't have did that, but I was just having fun. It's part of it, man. Yeah. It was, it was a live atmosphere that day. It was oh, really yeah. good to see, you know, get that win and come back. Been to two straight bowls. I mean, it's, it's kind of bringing Southern Miss football back to where it needed to be. Oh, yeah. So what are your expectations for this 2017 season? I just want to give it all I got and just uh, just go out with a bang my senior year and get my name, get my team name put up on the, uh, on Eagle Walk. And I just want to want to say I accomplished something great and uh, just go out with a bang, like I said. You got any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? To the top. That was Southern Miss cornerback Cornell Armstrong. In with me in the studio right now, Jason Bailey. Uh, great talk with Alan Zay. Cornell was a great interview as well, man. Really, really good to have those guys on the show. Yeah, you picked some. Uh, you picked some really, really good ones. And like I said, that was the first time that I've been to a media day event. Um, they couldn't have just handled it any better than they did. They were loose. Yeah, they were definitely impressive. And and you hope that that carries over into uh, into the season, man. I'm excited to see what what'll happen. Now, earlier in the day, we kind of alluded to it through throughout the interviews. There was a scrimmage. That happened uh, that morning at the Rock, of course, between the offense and defense. Word on the streets, the defense kind of got the best of the offense, but the offense made some plays at certain times. Just to give you guys a rundown on some of the stats, uh, Quadre Griggs was uh, 21 for 26 passing with 217 yards, threw four touchdowns and and no interceptions. Uh, Keon Howard was 11 for 23 for 155 yards, three touchdowns with two interceptions. So it kind of seems like that Quadre kind of has the nod right now at quarterback. They're not saying anything, so you never know. But right now it kind of seems like Quadre has the lead for the quarterback position. I noticed that you didn't ask any of the players that question. Well, nobody's going to tell me. <laughs> Nobody. I know that nobody's going to say, like, you know, who it's going to be. Because, I mean, and really they haven't said. I mean, there's been times where Keon has, has gotten the most work with the ones, and there's been times that Quadre has gotten the most work with the ones. And and don't forget Marcelo Rodriguez. I know mm-hmm. he's been getting some playing time as well. You know, just to kind of see what he's made of. So if I was a wideout, whoever threw me the ball more, they would get my vote. Well, duh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. Um, T. Rod had uh, forty-two yards on six carries, had a five-yard touchdown. Uh, Kez, uh, Quez Watkins. Eight catches for 41 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I heard some good things about him as well. So those those are two guys that are that are really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Burners. Absolute burners. You definitely expect to see the field this season. All right, guys, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk more about Southern Miss football and Southern Miss athletics right here on To the Top. 
Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk in studio with Jason Bailey. We're talking Southern Miss football. Had a big uh, well, a big announcement today. Another home-and-home home was signed. This time with Liberty University. The Flames out of somewhere in Virginia. So the Golden Eagles are going to head to Liberty in 2020. Liberty will head to Hattiesburg in 2022. Um you know, I don't know the specifics of this deal. Of course, it's not one you're really all that excited about, but I've heard that uh, the paydays for Liberty right now have been really good. Just what I've read with, uh, you know, uh, their other deals they've made, making the transition to FBS. So hopefully we're getting paid for this thing. At first glance, it's a bit of a head scratcher. Yeah. Um, but if what you've told me is true, and the payouts are great. Let's say it's a million dollars. Well, we'll play that game every year. <laughs> yeah, right. No <laughs> kidding. Know? We'll do it. Like you said, we'll do a four for one. Yeah. Well, um, hey, they want to keep paying the money. It's kind of the best of both worlds. The games you're probably going to win and get paid for. Um, yeah. You know, as opposed to, you know, when we go to Alabama, I know they pay a, you know, they pay a lot of money and we've beaten Alabama more than any other non SEC team. But uh, the odds are kind of in their favor when we go over there. We just go over there for a payday and you get on the national stage. Well, you can go to Liberty and kind of do the same thing and come away with a W, then yay. Yeah, we'll take it. And like I said, this is just speculation. We do not know the ins and outs of the deal. You would hope that there's some kind of financial incentive to make this there's happen. There's got to be. There's, I mean, there, there's, there's got to be. For, for, I mean, Gilbert's a really smart guy. And uh, <laughs> there's just no other there's just There's no other way that we would just schedule home. I don't think. Do you? There'd I hope some that. sort of incentive. I hope not, but of course I wouldn't be doing five home games in a season either. Well, if it's not, then we're going to have an entirely different kind of segment next week if we find <laughs> out differently. Right now, I'm pretty happy about it. I just want to just enjoy. I'm just ready for football season, man. We get hey, two we and a half hey, weeks. We, we, we got to go one and zero. We got to go one and zero, dude. That's right. Um, another thing that came out this week that I thought was kind of neat. Season ticket holder referral program. So season ticket holders can now refer friends, family, other interested supporters. I'm reading a press release in case you can't tell with my stellar reading skills. Um, you can go online. There's a link and you can send in referrals for season tickets. For each successful referral, the original season ticket holder will, will receive a choice of a $20 future credit on their ticket account up to $200 or a $20 voucher for concessions at the Rock up to $100. So on the 10th successful referral, you will get a personalized Southern Miss football jersey. Nice. On the 15th, you will get an all-inclusive trip to a Southern Miss road game. So there's some incentives there if you guys are interested in checking it out. If you would like to be referred, we'll do it for you. Just mm-hmm. just send us your uh, email address, whatever. We'll we'll refer it and see what happens. We'd love to take an all-inclusive road trip to a football game. We can't afford it. No, we can't. So, hey, I'm all for it, man. And, and I, I really ultimately it's just about filling the rock, man. Anything, I would do it anyways. You know, any way that we can think outside the box to get everybody on board. And a lot of times we're preaching to the choir on this show. People that listen right. to the podcast, people are, that are tuning in right now. Um, we kind of need it. I mean, everybody knows. I, I don't know if anybody's going to do it or not, but I'm going to go in here on this link and I'm going to figure out 10 people that I can put on there and I'm going to refer them. 
I don't care if they're a Southern Miss fan or not. I don't care. I mean, yeah. if, we, if, we, if we throw enough lines in the water out there, you're going to get a bite. Yeah. Eventually. And there's probably people that have been thinking about it and just haven't taken the initiative yeah, to like, do I it. I don't know. They always have specials. They always have this and that. I can just get one when I'm coming up to the game. Well, you don't know where you're going to sit. Yeah. Um, you don't know where you're going to park, which is why you should be an Eagle Club member, and then you would know. Um, you could be sitting behind us, which you do not want to do. You might, They might want to do it. Well, if you enjoy sitting down, you do not want to sit behind. They should put that in their in their referral email. Yeah, do not sit these people on the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to sit down, you're going to be extremely annoyed. You have to pay extra for that. Yeah, if you have to pay extra to be sitting down, um, we're not we're not sitting down. So you though, look, look, I have to I have to tone it down a bit this year. I got the I got a one year old. He can't understand. What Man, you're look, saying, he just dude. took steps the other day. Dude, he he's going to crack some skulls. That's what I heard. It's very true. <laughs> and just walk straight off. That was the best moment. Oh, yeah. I wish I had that moment on video. Oh, that would have been great. I'm sure we could have got some retweets on that one. Hops Clutch. Um, so, yeah. Also, I didn't make any specific notes as far as who did what. But as far as Golden Eagles in the NFL right now, um, first off, another episode of Hard Knocks on HBO last night following the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, you see DeMar Dotson on there. Munkin made a brief appearance. If HBO wants the ratings to go up, you got to Mike Munkin and just follow him around. Yes, absolutely. That's I don't understand why they're not doing that. There's some there's something missing there. I mean, the, the chatter for Todd Munkin would I think it would eclipse that of Game of Thrones. He's such a character. Oh, he is. He and, is. Uh, and just I mean. For better or worse, it's hilarious any way you look at it. Right, right. It's, it's a ratings driver. It doesn't matter if you know you're interested in what he's saying or not. Like I showed my wife that clip that you sent me. Yeah, loved it. She oh. didn't know what it means. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's funny. A couple of Golden Eagles that that excelled this past week in uh, NFL preseason football. Austin Davis had a, a great game for the Seattle Seahawks. I think he graded out really high. Seahawks were blowing them out. I forgot who they were even playing. The Chargers. And they, the Austin came in, had a great game. Raheem Nunez Rochez, he got the start for the Kansas City Chiefs, had an excellent game against the San Francisco 49ers. And Kalen Reed had a really good game. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing some chatter about him on social media from the different football sites and from the different Titan sites. So those guys, excellent games this week. Hopefully we'll see some more this coming week. I know that Nick Mullins and the 49ers take on the Minnesota Vikings, which have Dylan Bradley, Tom Johnson, and Rashad Hill. All right, guys, we got one more break. So come back to us. We're going to talk more Southern Miss right here on To the Top Talk. All right, welcome back to To The Top Talk. I just saw a tweet from the Los Angeles Rams. It is Mike Thomas's birthday. Yay! So, Mike, I know you're listening right now, so happy birthday to you, man. Uh, I hope all is going well out there in the city of Angels. We can get back on the field. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I know he's going to be out for a couple of games, but hopefully he can get back in the mix at the wide receiver position. They need all the help they can get mm-hmm. at this point. All right, let's shut it down. So, to the top talk, right now, been listened to in 42 states. 
We are missing Maine, Nebraska, North Dakota, New Hampshire, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming. So if you know a Golden Eagle fan, Golden Eagle fan in any of those states, send our podcast over to them. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Check out the archives. We've got some great interviews. Special thanks to my guests this week, Ido Smith, Picasso Nelson, Julian Allen, T-Rod Daniels, Allen's A. Staggers, Cornell Armstrong. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow Jason at Bumper J Bailey. Facebook as well. To the top talk, Jamie Arrington comedy. My next comedy show, we just announced this Thursday, September the 21st, the second annual roast of Hub City Comedy at Brewski's here in Hattiesburg. Tickets are going to be $5. It starts at 8 p.m. That was one of the best events we had all last year. It was an incredible event. So if, if you are into that type of thing, come on out for the roast of Hub City Comedy. It was one of the funniest shows of the year that I went to. Oh, yeah. And it definitely is the show that made my wife the most uncomfortable. <laughs> she, she couldn't dig it. But I was like, it's all in good fun. They're, yeah, it's know. all in good fun, man. I mean, everybody that signs up for it, they know where they're, what they're getting into. Basically, it's just a free-for-all for all the local comics. There's a few comics in Jackson, and we just roast each other. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Um, next week's show. I got a very special guest. Now, last year, if, you, if you've been keeping up with the show for a while, last year I had Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio on the show. It's a great interview. It was fun. You know, I've got some family up there, so it was cool to kind of get his perspective on things. But I listen to a lot of their podcasts because when you're getting close to football season, you kind of want to see what's going on with the opposition and everything. So I listen to a lot of their podcasts, and there's a guy on there named Freddie Maggard with Kentucky Sports Radio, a former – University of Kentucky quarterback in the early 90s, uh, but he is a football wizard. He actually watches all the videos, breaks them down. I was really impressed with what he had to say last year. I uh, talked with him last week for a while, messaged with him, and uh, he's going to come on the show. We're going we're gonna to record an inter- interview this weekend. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, especially a guy that puts that much time and effort into into the film. He's a football nerd, mm-hmm. and I mean, but he's a football guy. It's like a John Gruden kind like of Like a John nerd. Gruden type of guy, man. So I'm looking forward to that interview. Double Y, Z, banana. <laughs> right, right. So I'm looking forward to what he has to say. Um, hopefully we can take care of his Wildcats, but well, you know, we'll find out on September 2nd. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the interviews. Like I said, check out the archives. If you got an iPhone, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating and review. Uh, if you're not re- subscribed to us, I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. Talk.